Hello, BBW Livers. Welcome back to the second part of the Week 12 analysis, review, whatever you want to call this. Uh, so, Mike, I believe rather than a, a halftime team talk, we've got a, a halftime team quiz. It's called Jack Quiz. Nice. Nice. The halftime Jack Quiz. <laughs> Anyway. Gentlemen, there are points on offer. We will be going through the questions, and then we will Is there go prizes? through. Uh, pride, the, yeah, pride. pride. Instead of being a the Giants fa- fan, wants some pride. Instead back. of being a fantasy genius, you can be a Jaquiz genius. I like that. I like that. A Jaquizius, if you like. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> right. I require you to write your answers. Okay. Uh, and then we will go through and check all the answers at the end. If you fancy it and you're listening to this and you're one of the hundred people that bother to listen, feel free to play along. Why yeah. not? It might be fun. Let's then get on. It might be ridiculous. Uh, okay. Question number one for your quiz. Prior to his injury, how many touchdowns did Dalvin Cook have for the Vikings this year? Question number two, because we can't have too much silence on a podcast because no. it's a podcast. Ricky Ray just won his fourth CFL title, but for which NFL team did he once play? Uh, oh, that's, that's, it's an oldie, that one. But he just won for the Argonauts, I think. I've just got to and, and I think he scored, he led two 100-yard touchdown drives in the last minute to win the Grey Cup. Question number three. The Texans were the last team to enter the NFL as a franchise. Which year? Oh, some confused-looking faces here. I like it. This one's a long-winded question. Well, there's some, lots of answers, so you can keep writing them down to the end or whatever. Josh McCowan has played for seven franchises. I want you to name them. Oh, Jesus, titty fuck. There's seven apart from the current one. So the current one is the Jets. It's eight in total. I don't get that one, so, Okay, so he's played for seven franchises that aren't the Jets. I would like you to name them. You get a point for each team that you correctly name and I will repeat that again as we go on so now they're looking really confused just try and pace it back he's played for some awfully shit teams pick some shit teams who played for them because he's never been any good until this season when actually not so bad Uh, just write it down so you can come back to it because we're moving on yep number five which active player has the most career touchdown receptions we have discussed this this season Touchdown receptions. Touchdown receptions. Active player with the most touchdown receptions. Question number six. Famously, the Bills haven't made the postseason since 1999, but which two teams have the longest active streak for making the playoffs? Two teams. There's a point for each. You don't lose points if you guess and get them wrong. Same with the uh, previous question with multiple answers. Question number seven. So can I just write 32 teams down? <laughs> no, you cannot. Question number seven. You can only select two when we ask for your answers. Blake Bortles has 81 touchdowns in his career, but how many interceptions? Nearest wins. Say that again. Say that again. Bortles has 81 touchdowns in his career, which I think is four seasons. How many interceptions? Nearest wins. Question number eight. Because there's the deathly toll of silence there. In which year did the Bears last make the playoffs? Oh, I like this. This is this is tense. 
Uh, it, it might be better if your brother was here because yeah. he'd just be writing stupid <laughs> answers. That'd be amazing. I might be writing some really stupid yeah, answers maybe. as well. <clears throat> In which year did the Cowboys last win the Super Bowl? Cool. That was a while ago. It was a while ago. I think we mentioned it last week. Yeah. in the 80s? That was not you, that you're far. not supposed to con- con- confer because you're playing against each other. Right. I don't think it's not necessarily going to help you, mind. But finally, question number ten: Who was last season's defensive rookie of the year? We have definitely mentioned him. Last season's yeah, defensive rookie of the somebody year. Somebody else was that, and he was wrong. It wasn't either of you guys, and it wasn't Geno Smith. Defensive rookie of the year. Yeah, last season's defensive rookie of the year. And by the way, if Alvin Kamara doesn't win offensive rookie of the year this season, there is no fucking justice in the world. No. Um, Guy has been incredible. We'll get on to him in a bit. Uh, Do you have all your answers down? No. I don't have a one for number 10. You don't have one for number and 10. And I can't think of seven teams. <laughs> yeah, so that was question number four. Josh McCowan has played for seven franchises apart from the Jets. So seven other than the Jets. Name me. Seven uh, they're all guesses. So I'm just hoping I've landed on a couple. Well, that's okay. And um, what was the last one? Uh, who won last year's Defensive Rookie of the Year? Just pick a defensive player that you think might have been a rookie last year. I told you he'd have that look on his face that he does where he, he just can't remember anybody's name. Okay, we're ready, John. Um, uh, no. I, I, it's alright I'll let you come back to that one Because you, you're not going to be cheating on that one Right Question one Prior to his injury How many touchdowns did Dalvin Cook have for the Vikings this year? Gary Four John Four It was two No oh, points really? for anyone He oh. only had two Give yourself zeros Thank you Ricky Ray has just won his fourth CFL title But for which NFL team did he once play? Redskins Vikings it was the Jets in 2006. I think he maybe made two appearances. Uh, he was undrafted and has now won four CFL titles. The Texans are the last team to enter as a franchise into the NFL. Which year, John? I, I just put 96. No. 99? 2002. Well, really? I thought it might be 2000s. You're, oh. you're both thinking of the teams in the 90s, which was the Panthers and the Jags in 95. So we're not doing so well so far. Don't worry, we're bound to get some on this one because you can throw fucking darts aboard. Josh McCowan has played for seven franchises which aren't the Jets, so eight in total. Name the seven. I've gone the Bengals, the Bucks, the Browns, the Bears, the Dolphins, the Texans, and the Raiders. You got four. Yes, Bad. John. I only wrote down six. Go on. Uh, I wrote Browns, Titans, Bills, Jags, Bucks, Bengals. Uh, you got three. So it was Browns, Bucks, Bears, Panthers, Raiders, Lions, and Cardinals. Ah, I forgot about them. For a minute, I was just writing... I, I, struggled, to think of, I struggled to think of six teams. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, to, to start with, I wrote the Bengals, Bucks, Browns, Bears, and then I just started trying to think of other teams that began with B. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have the Bills there. Could have had them down. They were going to be B, didn't they? Yeah. I oh. nearly went for them, but I decided yeah. it was just... He was drafted by the Cardinals oh. uh, and then bounced around the league. Uh, which active player has the most career touchdown receptions, John? I've written Fitzgerald. I've also written Larry Fitzgerald. Antonio Gates. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> he is still active. He's just fucking I, I, docile I, I, I at the moment. I thought about a um, tight end. I put Delaney you, Walker. You put Witten, didn't you? I no, thought Walker, you, oh, it was Walker. Delaney Walker. Um, no, no. He's not been around he's that got, long. Yeah. 
He's only in like the fifties, maybe. Uh, yeah, Antonio Gates. I think it's like 110 or something. It's 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 a lot anyway. That was it. Was 110? Then he stopped playing. Basically, yeah. Didn't he get it at the start of this season? Yeah, yeah. first game or two. The Bills haven't made the postseason since 1999, but two teams have the joint longest active streak for making the playoffs. Can you name them, Gary? Patriots and Steelers. One point, John. I wrote Patriots and Steelers. One point, yeah. Green Bay, not the Steelers. Do you know what? I fl- I that was that I was my other point. my other choice, but I just they both last missed the playoffs in 2008. There you go. No, I. I, I Mentally flipped a coin between Steelers and Me and John have got some similar answers. You have? Well, yeah. yeah. Blake Balls has 81 touchdowns in his career. How many interceptions? Nearest wins, John? I put 40. I put 53. It was 59. Gary. Which year did the Bears last make the playoffs? Any Bears fans out there? You should be ashamed a little bit. I went 2006. 2008. Ooh, 2010. Half a point, John, because you were closest and you're losing. Half a point seems fair. In which year did the Cowboys last win the Super Bowl? 1992. 91. 1996. Ooh. They won 92, 93. At least they got a right year. Yeah. I think they won it 90, 92, 93 and 96. Something like that. Yeah. At least I got the, I got a year that they won the Super Bowl. So I'll <laughs> take that. I'll surely get half a point for that. No, you don't. No. And who won last year's Defensive Rookie of the Year? Don't know. Joey Bosa? It was Joey Bosa. Ah. Uh, John, how many miles did you get? Was it three? Three and a half. Three and a half. Gary? Uh, seven. Seven. Well done. Uh, I will keep a note of those. I will keep a note of those and we will do another quiz for the end of the season. That's good. And see if we can turn it around. Let us know how you got on if you uh, listening. I I did really well. I got all the points. So seven is the score to beat without cheating. Yeah, I can't see any of our friends not cheating. Or listening. Duncan might might beat that. Or Jim. Yeah, Duncan might do all right. Yeah, maybe. I think they both do better than we did. Uh, but should we, well, should we move on to the We should football? move on to the actual football. So start with uh let's start with McCown. Uh, so Panthers at the Jets. Uh thirty five to twenty seven to the Panthers. But it seems like we have uh we have two talk we have we took we talk about Cam Newton all twice. Words, John, all the words. <laughs> um we have a say, Oh no, he's come back this week or he wasn't very good this week, but they still won. And he wasn't very good this week, but they still won. 11 of 28 for 168 yards, zero touchdowns and zero picks. If you told me Josh Allen was going to throw for 307 yards, three touchdowns and no picks and lose, I'd have said you were a liar. But that is exactly what happened. Uh, The Jets basically threw this away from themselves towards the end of the game, which is a very Jets-like thing to do. Uh, They had a fumble recovered for a touchdown by Luke Keekley, and 78 seconds later... Uh, they had a punt return for 60 yards for a touchdown, and that killed them at that the end of the really game. That was really easy, that was. Oh, it was so easy. Get, it didn't get anywhere well, I think it. any of us could have actually done that. It was really yeah. bad. So, seven, basically, inside 78 seconds, they gave up two scores, yeah. and yeah. that so lost them the game. That's, that's what lost it. Yeah. Um, 39.3% compl- uh, passing rating for um, Cam Newton. That's because he's rubbish. Lowest by Who's any winning... my thunder? Lewis by any winning quarterback this season. He's just a massive disappointment half time. I really, uh, like, I've not even been drinking tonight, and and I still have this hatred for Cam. Um, but they are eight and three, mainly because he's a bellend. But you know, partly he just he could be a very good player, and he. I know a lot of people think he is a very good player, but you know he ran in for another touchdown. He loves to do that. Cause it's all about Cam. Um, 
look, he hasn't got that many weapons now, has he, outside him? Because we've got Funches, seven receptions for 108 yards. Like I say, I've been quite happy that, you know, because I have him in both of my fantasy leagues. So I was pleased. Olsen came back for, what, one play or one reception? He was, he was there snaps, for a little while. Snaps, he was there for the first quarter at least. But, yeah, I mean, it, it looked good, to be fair, but then he hobbled out claiming his foot was damaged again. And, actually, they've looked and it's... Seems to be fine. The, so. the reason why this Panthers team stays in so many games is because its special teams and its defence are both very good. And that's what they built their playoff run on previously when they got yeah. to the Super Bowl two years ago. Um, that's where it came from. It came from the defence. And then Cam was always able to be Cam and do whatever he wanted to do and be good or not be good because the defence was always good enough. They They... they Go very similar to, to Seattle. They're a very similar team. They're just a slight upgrade on Seattle this year. Yeah, I agree. I think as long as the defence and the special teams are good enough to counter what the opposition does, it can fall one way or the other depending on which cam turns up. That's basically how it works, and that's how they're built. Um, they don't seem to have missed Kelvin Benjamin, who, by the way, looks like he could miss some serious game time, if not the rest of the season, with a yeah, knee injury at the Bills. He's had four catches in two games since he went there and done nothing else. Like I said, I wasn't. I wasn't um, completely sure that was a terrible move by the no. Panthers because they had two very similar options. Um, and I can't remember what the, the other wide receiver's name was that they wanted to bring into the game more. And I don't think they have. They've used McCaffrey more yeah. um, out of the backfield. Um, but they wanted more speed. Was it Curtis Samuel? Might have been Samuel. Yeah. But they wanted more speed. They yeah. wanted speed. So they've decided that McCaffrey's the person they actually want to use most of the time rather than um, than Samuel. Um, but either way, it has added a bit more variety, you know, and I think that's been important to them. And if Olsen can get back over the next couple of weeks, then they will be a real threat in the in the end of season shakeup. Agreed. Um Last year's Teflon Hands of the Season winner, Robbie Anderson, had six catches for 146 yards and two touchdowns off McCowan, and that's his sixth touchdown in five games. He's basically put a plea out there asking to make the Pro Bowl at the end of the season, oh. claiming this is one of the best he's got the, receivers he's of got the, the year. He's got the joint longest sh- touchdown streak, five, uh, five straight games he scored a touchdown. Uh, with, he has uh, been equal with someone else who we'll mention later he has been really good like, you, you can't say anything different he's basically a number one and when they get a newer back next season from his neck injury that's a proper one-two receiver yeah. group well they've still got Curse uh, and Curse well, from where they've been to where they are now they are developing and this is great for whoever ends up as the quarterback um, although did they not do a completely pathetic play at the end what, where they, where they tried to flick it around as a flea <laughs> flicker and the guy just laid down. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah, he sort of so, saw the tackle coming and thought, ah. Yeah, are, are they going to go for a Hail Mary or are they going to just try and, you know, just go lateral? I don't know, we're just going to throw the ball 10 yards for a reception and then uh, just lie on the just floor. Basically lay down so I don't get tackled out. <laughs> you not see it, John? I didn't miss it. Was genius. It was, it was particularly pathetic. Um, yeah, because then they get Curly back as well, don't forget. So that's four receivers next year that are all genuine, proper NFL receivers. So whoever comes in at quarterback is actually going to have some serious weapons to play with. Uh, I didn't see Forte's stats for this week. I think he had about 26 yards. Yeah. He looks to have gone off the boil completely. They're two oldest running yeah. backs, aren't they? That's the thing. I'd, you know, They're probably a bit burnt out now. I, I'd be wanting to draft a running back if I was a Jets GM. Yep. Uh, I think you can find a quarterback... Probably in free agency, Tyro Taylor. Hello, Tyro Taylor, because he'll be there. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, but 
I don't know. They need a running back. They need that is something they're going to want in the, in their future. So, uh, but yeah, I, th- I think it's a shame the Jets threw it away. I think technically they're still in the playoff hunt, but it's think, season over. I really, said, um, a couple of weeks ago that they've had a very good season, but I think they've reached their peak and I think yeah. they've had their time. And I think they are. They may struggle to win even another. Todd game. Bowles, does he get another season? Yes or no? For me, yes. Uh, where I, th- I would give him another season. Whether he will be given another season, uh, I'm not too sure. I think they do because I think they can't fail to be impressed with what he's done with what they deliberately made into a shit team. Yeah. Who have they got? I don't think they want to start a, uh, a race war down in... Kansas this week, this weekend. See, if anybody's ripe for upset in yeah. the moment, it's Kansas. Yep. Den- Denver, and you know, that's two teams you want to be playing right now. The only other team is probably the Giants. Browns. And the Browns. Uh, they follow up with the Saints. So, uh, and then the Chargers. So, so, so the, the, Jets, the season ends the, tough. The Jets sat 24th in my power rankings, above the Bucks. Above the Dolphins, above the Colts, above the Bears, above the Broncos, above the Giants. I don't understand how you can sack that coach. No. Agreed. Yeah, they've got two winnable games and then they finish with three very tough games. Yeah, so fair enough. But But still, if they win five games this season, they've way exceeded expectation. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, and uh, I hope they they win their final game against yourselves so you can finally get that Griffin. 69 Jets shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wear it with pride. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, should we move on to the to the next game? Yeah, to another shit team. Bears and the Eagles. Uh, in a game, in a week of shit performances, how do we, the Bears the worst this well, week? Well, so I watched this game. So um, I didn't watch Red Zone actually this week. I, I decided to um, to watch a game um, because you sometimes you, you pick just, this one. It was what Sky had on. So, um, Sky picked this one. Sky did pick this one, and I questioned that at the time. Um, so I watched it around the uh, the father-in-laws. And, um, you know, Chicago obviously a well-followed team, so I don't think they've had much time on Sky this, this year, so I'm guessing that's why. But um, it was actually quite enjoyable to watch a full game. you still got the highlights come through of scores and stuff. Um, and I just thought to myself, you know, I haven't actually watched a game of football for a while because you get so caught up in red zone watching all the action, and you sometimes forget... Some of the other bits you miss in watching a whole game, so I just decided I would for a change. So I watched this game, um, and the Eagles. It was all about the Eagles for me. They just looked so so amazingly good, um, offense and defense, just dominating everything. Everything, everything they have just looks superb everywhere. You you see running back after running back come onto the field, and you just think, right, okay, there's another number one running back. There's another one, another run, one one running back. Doing a John, and then you see Ertz, probably you know him and Kelsey, the best two tight ends in the league. Wrong, um, Mike have something to say about that this year. He hasn't got injured this year. Yeah, well, maybe, um, but I'd say definitely top three then. Okay, um, and then Aguilar, Jeffrey, they just Carson Wentz. Everything about them just look great. They look like a team completely in harmony. They all know exactly what they're doing. Quarterback and coach. They, you know, they seem on point with their play call and they seem to believe in each other and what they each wants to do. That just looks like a, a franchise that is just, I don't know what you'd change Cheering about up for them. a Super Bowl run. What would you change about them at the moment? Nothing. No. Nothing. Their defence was so dominant, they allowed a total of six rushing yards to the Bears. And that's what the Bears have. Yeah, and Tariq Cohen was stopped for minus 11 yards on the day. 
They also had two sacks and two interceptions. And man, was I glad I put them in in fantasy. <laughs> oh, they did so well. Did Blunt have two fumbles, though? That was the only thing. Uh, I don't he know if he had two. One. He had one where the ball was punched out on the two-yard line and Aguilar slid into the end zone. I think, he had, another, I think he had enough one where he ran for about 50 yards um, and then got stripped as he got tackled. They managed to hold him up and then strip it free. So Yeah, possibly. 15 rushes for 97 yards. He should have had the touchdown at least once. But on the day, he was the back they went with. And it worked, to be fair. Ertz, 10 receptions, 103 yards and a touchdown. Jeffrey and Aguilar both got receiving touchdowns as well. And like I say, Aguilar recovered the fumble in the end zone. They look superb, like you say. I don't think... I, I can't find anything about them to not like. Um, I would never have picked them to win the Super Bowl prior to the start of the season. But I don't... You'd, it's going to have to be a big argument to come up with something against them because they can do everything against you. Um, regarding the Bears, because the run game was stopped, Trubisky actually led the run with four for 12. Howard, seven rushes, six yards. That's not good. Uh, Dontrell Inman's played quite well since he's gone there from the Chargers. 64 uh, yards receiving off of four receptions is good, but Trubisky had two turnovers, which is not something he's done a lot this season, throwing interceptions, and only 147 yards. He has stagnated. Yeah. I think, I think it's the coaching. I think some of it's the coaching. I think, you know, some of it is that this is a game where you can't really judge. You don't learn anything about the Bears because they do that. Well, they have done it to pretty much every team they've played against this year. So I don't think you're learning very much about the Bears. But with regards to Trubisky, he's bound to stagnate because things around him are not good enough to help him progress. Yeah, what, what is around him? He's got, yeah. he's got some running game around him, but apart from that, he's got absolutely nothing. Agreed. Uh, we quite like the guy that was holding the uh, symbol for the Firefox program <laughs> yeah. this weekend, didn't we? Yeah. Yes, I that, like that. That was yeah. good. That was good. Well done. I don't know who he is, but well no done. No idea who he is, but Contact yeah. us because you win a prize. Yeah. Um, and the Bears had brought in Cairo Santos as their new kicker. And he missed. missed his first attempt, yeah. so that went well. It was it was a hell of a distance, but was it fifty yards? Fifty yards, but it's not the ideal way to christen yourself in the new no. team, though. But he is he's a he's a he should be an upgrade, an yeah. upgrade on Connor Bath. Yeah, you'd think so, but it, it's not ideal. Basically, on the day when they couldn't afford to make any mistakes, if you include that one, I can see a minimum of five with the sacks and interceptions yeah. as well. So they shot themselves in the foot, even though they were probably going to lose anyway. So. Not good. No, no, not at all. Uh, so, let's move on. Uh, oh, look, another shit team galloping over the horizon. I, I can see two. Uh, Seattle, the uh, 49ers, uh, 24 to 13. Um, w- once again, I, I'm, I just watched Seattle. I'm just bored. Well, so, caught some of this game, and um, it was a very windy day at the Levi's. The, uh, the theatre of jeans, as we now like to call it. And, um, you know, so much so that the uh, the kickoff had to be retaken, didn't it? Because someone had to hold the ball because it, yeah. it was that windy. Um, so weather wasn't great. Um, but what was the score in this game last time? It was like 12-6 or something, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was yeah. equally terrible, yeah. So um, they're two teams that know each other very well. Um, two teams that aren't in great form. Um and I think it was putting it mildly, isn't it? Well, yeah, mildly. Well, you can't. The Seahawks are seven and four, so you can't. So there's say one team terrible. that aren't brilliant, and one team that's definitely not in any sort of form. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Although the Forty ers were coming off a win, you know, our only win, and you know, I had some hope for this actually after the early game in the season, but 
we really struggled on offense. The defense didn't look too bad for the first quarter or so. Um, well, for the first 38 minutes, Seattle had seven points and five punts. That's what I mean. So, so you did all right. You held them yeah. up to start with, and then you just fell apart the last few minutes, really. It happens, though. It's happened with the 49ers. The defense is tired, man. It, that's yeah. the thing. It, it is offense tired. can't stay on the field. It's tired. It's beaten up. Um, and, and that's the problem. And, and they're not getting a lot of encouragement from the offense. You know, um, you know, Jimmy G came in at the end um, when Beffard got injured. Two passes, 18 yards, touchdown. touchdown. Thank you very much. Retire as the best quarterback they've ever had. So, but, you know, that was right at the end of the game. So, you know, the defense has had <laughs> six points to keep them going. You know, that's hard work where you, you get the ball back, you hold them out, you make a play, and then you just see the 49ers try running Carlos Hyde into a very good, you know, Seattle defense. And then, you know, when Beffard tries to throw the ball, you know, he's just, he's really struggling to find anyone. Because you look at the receiving core now, and since Pierre Garçon's gone, you know, Marquise Goodwin will go for the odd long run. The odd long... Is Kittle injured still? Kittle's injured, so we've got Selleck playing at tight end. He's more of a blocker. He's more of a blocker. He's a big lad. So, you know, you're not... You haven't got many options. They're really, you know... Clearly... Garoppolo is going to be the number one. Bethard, for me, has done enough to be a good backup. I think oh, God, yeah. I think considering what he's had to use around him, I think he's done all right. Uh, but I'll be surprised if Garoppolo is not the starter from here on, Yeah, I uh, which I, I think is a good thing. I did yeah. like the, the yeah, Bethard uh, in 58 minutes and 53 seconds of game time had six points. Garoppolo had seven points from one minute and three seconds. Yeah, yeah. It means nothing. But no, it doesn't. But it, but it, it serves to... At least dish up some confidence that Garoppolo can do something. Yeah. Um, Eddie Lacy. Eddie Lacy was in this game, and it was his second best game of the season. Forty-six Fish yards. Mode. Forty-six yards. And in week four, he put up fifty-two um, against but, a team that is terrible against the run. Yeah, exactly. Two point six yards per carry for Eddie Lacy this year. I get that. Uh, you know, he just looks bad. I'll be surprised if he's in the league next year. Yeah. It doesn't look good at all. Feast mode, you got to go. Uh, Paul Richardson, seventy yards of four catches for the Seahawks. I thought that was that was good. He's a player that's in and out depending on which week it is, but dangerous because yeah, the Forty yeah. ers are concentrating on Baldwin. Yeah. Um, and and you know, to be fair, they held him yeah. pretty much in check. But Richardson and Jimmy Graham, he's he's had touchdowns he's, in the last three yeah, weeks yeah. now. I think. So, yeah, yeah, playing um, well. So Jimmy Graham really forming part of the attack. Um, doesn't do Seahawks. much else. No. He just scores touchdowns. But yeah, not a bad I don't think he's the same Jimmy Graham now. Since he had that knee injury mm. at the Saints, he's not the same. And he he was, you know, the first of his breed as being a you know, in essence an extra wide receiver in the slot all the time who was very big. Um but now he he is not, he's more of a traditional tight end because he doesn't have that turn of pace that he used to have. Yeah. So, still a good player. Still got great hands sometimes. Not so much this year as other years. But um, I saw another drop this week where he just had the ball easily, easily. And he got hit and, you know, just, just dropped it. Um, but I think he has been an important acquisition still for him. So... Facing the much maligned Seahawks O-line, the Niners managed zero sacks. That's probably the first time this year that the Seahawks haven't given up a sack, I think. Yep. So, that, I th- again, I think the 49ers' defence is just shattered. Yeah, it's just... It's run, they've it's been got, run ragged all season. Pieces, but, you know, you get to 1 and 10, and and that's very difficult. They've got a lot of injuries, haven't they? A lot of people out for the season. That's not the team that will start next year. 
even without trades <laughs> and drafts. You fucking hope not. But it's not, is it? It's not the team that no. will start next year. So, um, yeah, it started lovely with uh, Eric Reid um, picking off... Uh, yeah, first play. Off, uh, Russell Wilson in the first play. So, yeah, me and Jim were very excited and then it just went downhill from there. Well, Eric Reid, um, after the game, went and slagged off the... Uh, um, Criticised the 49er fans for cheering when Beffard got injured. Because, uh, you know, I can understand why I'm upset, you know, so you don't want to see, even if it is Beffard, you know, it's, you know, you were excited to see. I like the way he in. came out and said, look, if it was Brian Hoyer, he totally understands. But, <laughs> you know, this is Beffard, you know, we need to support the team. But Brian, no, he was quite happy with that. Uh, if, if you are listening, Eric Reid, we uh, apologise for the misquote there. Um, but I don't think he is. I doubt it. Do you reckon he's a San Francisco listener? Maybe it's the whole squad. Yeah. Half the squad. 35 listeners. So it's, the guy, it's the guys on the uh, injured reserve. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so let's move on. Let's, let's talk to, about to some a much good better teams. game. Ray. Saints at the Rams. Uh, well... Yeah, it's... Uh, it 26-20 in the end? Yeah. I think I've got to write the score onto this one. I, <laughs> yeah, I apologise. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I 83 versus 83. Yeah, 8-3, and 8-3. Three, and three. Two really good teams. Oh, Kamara. Wow, 20-26. to 26. I Kamara, Kamara. Alvin Kamara, five rushes for 87 yards and a touchdown and six receptions for 101 yards and a touchdown. Hands up if you've got him in fantasy. Oh, it's me. I'm so pleased. I've only won four games in fantasy. Let me emphasise, I'm not very good. <laughs> but I love watching Alvin Kamara play when he's on my team because they kept him quiet for big chunks of the game and then all of a sudden he was off and running. And uh, he looks incredible. Kamara uh, currently leading the NFL with 7.1 yards per reception and 10.1 yards per carry. I believe. It might be the other way around. I think it's 7.1 yeah. per carry, which is ahead of the next player, which is Cam, on 5.6. Really? Yeah. That's incredible. He's uh, him Yard and, in- and a half different. Him and Ingram uh, are currently on pace for 1,500 yards from scrimmage. Each. Yeah. Each. I think I, I, think I was... It was 1,400. 1,400 for Kamara and fifteen for Ingram last they're both, time. They're both on, on, him, they're both on uh, pace now. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> It makes our the fact that we forgot him <laughs> in our uh, rookie of the year thing. Daft, him, yeah. Pharaoh Cooper also returned the opening kickoff for a forty-yard game, which really set the Rams off and running. Now, he hasn't done a lot this season, Cooper, but he's got good hands. I think next year and the year after, his, his, as he progresses through the team, I think you're going to hear that name more and more because I think he's a really good yeah. player. Now, and uh, Cooper Cup had a good game. Brilliant game. Oh, did you play him? I did. And do you know why I played him? Did you Cause read? Because your, your wife told you to. Because my wife, who who is a Michael Crabtree fan, said, don't play Crabtree this week. I've got a really bad feeling about that. And I said, well, the only other player I can play is Cooper Cup. And he's playing the Saints, and I'm not sure. And she said, play him. Play Cooper Cup. Crabtree's going to be rubbish. She knew Marshawn Lattimore was injured. I think she paid Akib to leave. <laughs> <laughs> but she may be a fantasy has genius. She, has she got a, a new neck? <laughs> a new gold, <laughs> no, gold necklace, yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Cup, 8 receptions, 116 yards I don't know how he didn't get a touchdown with all those yards But he was excellent, to be fair um, Gurley, 74 yards as well And Goff, well, he's pretty much I mean, alright, he got picked off But he's behind Wentz and Brady, maybe, this season He's very good, and he's got a great arm, hasn't he? I was he watching, really does. Um, when I was watching the Eagles game um, 
one thing I noticed about Carson Wentz is the pure speed in which he throws the ball um, reminded me very much of Colin Kaepernick at his best and, and Goff's the same they both um, they both really fire the ball um, Wentz slightly more so but they really can you know fire the ball into holes sometimes you see you see quarterbacks that loft the ball a lot and they get picked off a lot but both of them really yeah, do quite throw a flat it. trajectory yeah, flat yeah, trajectory yeah. really can get it into tight holes so um <laughs> Where's like fourth that. inches when you need him, eh? I know, there's so much less smut without him, isn't there? It's weird. Sort when, you, when you've got a chubby Rafa Benitez lookalike over the other side of the pool table, it's just, it just le- leads to all these awful He'd have been giggling at tight holes, just so you yeah. know, Paul, I was, I was giggling at tight holes. <laughs> which is my usual mode of thing to do when I see a tight <laughs> hole. Um, the last time the Rams won eight games... Two thousand six. It was two thousand six. Where'd you get that stat from? Uh, you wrote it down. Yeah, I did. I did. Two thousand six. It's eleven years ago since yeah. they won eight games. Jeff Fisher was shit. Fucking shit. Jeff Fisher drafted Gurley and Goff, and he deserves some credit for that. Even while I say the chili nut. He doesn't deserve any credit for that. I'm sorry. You get nothing. I like how someone described uh, Jeff Fisher as, "Oh well, Jeff Fisher he was the king of eight and eight. And obviously he wasn't, was he? Um, he was the king of seven and nine, yeah. I believe. Uh, but yeah, he'd have loved an eight and eight. Oh god, yeah. yeah, it didn't happen. They were so the Saints finally lost their winning streak. They won seven in a row. It's come to they win eight in a row. Sorry, they won eight in a row. Yeah. Quite right. I apologise. Um, I don't think it does anything to upset their season particularly. The Rams are very good. Uh, and the fact that it was a one-score game just says that both these teams are real contenders for the Super Bowl. Yep, oh, very much. Uh, yeah, no, well, let's, let's move on to some less uh, good teams. Jaguars at the Cardinals. Uh, I don't like the Jags. I don't care. Uh, uh, they lost to the to Cardinals 24-27. to uh, this, this was a game that got away from the Jags in the first half. So the Jags played terribly in the first half. And, um, yeah, I think that was the problem. And then, you know, if the Jags... The Jags aren't great coming from behind. No. Yeah. So that's right. I've got <laughs> tight holes and coming from behind in in the last five minutes because it felt like we hadn't had enough smut. So, um, but they're, they're just not, are they? And because that puts too much pressure on Bortles. Um, and you can see what it did to the run game. You know, Bortles, you know, became the lead runner. That's the first time ever, isn't it? Uh, pretty much 62 yards and two touchdowns rushing but only uh, 160 yards and a pick throwing and and it was all about the fact they made him throw the ball 33 times and you know if he throws more than 20 passes in a game you're picking him off it would be quite interesting to see the stat of results if he's thrown the ball more than 25 times in a game versus if he's not I'd be willing to say most of his picks come after the 20th attempt at throwing the ball it's a guess but that's what I would say probably is happening to them um, yeah, I mean, you'd expect the Jags to have won this with their crushing defence, but Cardinals have just about kept themselves alive. It's only a only a because they're not mathematically out of it, but they're still alive. Peterson, 20 rushes for 79 yards, did an okay job. Ricky Seals-Jones scored again. Scored again. That's uh, seven receptions, three touchdowns, and best part of 100 yards, I think. Well, well done. In two games. Brilliant, isn't he? I like him. It's a great name. Oh, God, we'll yeah. all be vying for him in the draft next year. Seals Jones. Oh God, yeah. And I uh, think I think Peterson looks very good. I, I know he's had the odd bad game, but um, yeah. But in that team, you're gonna the odd bad game you'd take, wouldn't you? Uh, I think he's done well. 
I think he's done well. I think he's proved that he'll definitely be around again next year. As Blaine well. Gabbert. Anybody want to talk about Blaine Gabbert's chances of being the starting quarterback there next year? I don't know, but he's doing all right. He's doing 241 right. yards, two touchdowns, a pick, 22 of 38. Yeah. I'd say the completion ratio is not good enough, but I think if yeah, Carson Palmer doesn't come back, I think Blaine Gabbert is the starter there next year. I think, look, there's something in... Blaine Gabbert, there's got to be. So the 49ers gave him a go, the Jaguars drafted highly for him. So he's clearly showing some skills, whether it be, you know, in the training, whatever it is, there is something that coaches are seeing within him. How he, you know, transpires that into a match day situation, sometimes that happens to players as they get older and sometimes it takes players longer than others. But there is clearly something there. Um... I think potentially he will start next year. If if Palmer isn't back, if he's still out for the first few weeks, I think that Gabbert will be the starter. I don't think they'll trade or draft for a quarterback. No, I agree. But I think even if Palmer is not retired, uh, you might find that Gabbert is playing a lot next year because Palmer was on the downturn anyway. And if they can drag something out of Gabbert, he's still got a fair few years left in him. So yeah. I think he's looked quite impressive for a guy who's not yeah. the number one. And he seems to have developed a real connection with that Seals Jones. It's, um, right, there's a lot of practicing on the B team, I exactly, suspect. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of um, the Browns a few years ago. They had Manzel and the Barnage. Barnage yeah. And they, had, they just had this really great connection. What happened to Gary Barnage? He's unsigned free agent. Doing like... Discos or stuff to keep imagine, money in coming yeah. in. I don't know. Like no, it was plumbing or something. Like, I don't he was know. Old. He was a bit old. Uh, Says us. Yeah, but. Uh, so Gabbard's anyway. quarterback rating was 83.3, which was nearly 20 points higher than the average conceded by the Jags this season. He did really well against them. The Jags did hold Fitzgerald to a season low of 12 yards on three catches. So you'd think, like I say, they should have won with yeah. that, that sort of stat. But the fact that Fournette only had 25 yards rushing crushed him and he's gone off the boil well I think they're using him sparingly because of this ankle injury that they're managing so I, th- I think it's a mixture of both but the offensive line don't seem to be creating him enough enough gaps maybe yeah um, so the offensive line is somewhere that the Jags can look at for next year because um, their defence is great but again potentially is the offensive line allowing too much pressure on Bortles so I think there's a few questions about the, about the offensive line, um, and that's potentially where they could strengthen. But Phil Dawson, anybody want to tell me how old he is? Um, Thirty-eight, forty-two, and he won the game with a career-long fifty-seven-yard field goal. That is a fucking long way to kick a ball through them posts. How the fuck? He was always a good kicker for the Niners. He's been a brilliant yeah. kicker all career, but fifty-seven yards. As a as a career best at forty two, might be later on. Who, who, who attempted a sixty one yarder this year? Um, Did I just hear some? Music? Are you setting yourself up for the yeah. next for the next bit? Then have you yeah. stolen my idea? I have, yeah. Okay, uh, I don't know who attempted that. Oh, was it Mason Crosby in the Green Bay Packers game? Nah, I don't think it was. But someone attempted a, a sixty one yarder, um, which would have been one of the longest not at altitude in the league this week. I can't remember which, which oh, really? player it was. Um, I yeah, I, I, yeah. He missed. Yeah. He came up short, and someone tried to return it, but I can't remember who it was now. 
Sorry to uh, you know, just, I, I don't just put that terrible stat into the podcast, but someone did it. If someone could tell us who, that'd be great. Yeah, if someone could do our research for us, <laughs> um, it's always appreciated if someone does the research for us. Yeah, um, should we move on? I think yes, you should. Yes, but yes, move on. Suffice to say that the Cardinals at five and six are probably doing better than I expected them to at this t- point in the season with no Palmer, no Johnson. Yeah, I mean, not that they haven't got a Johnson between them, but well. I'm still holding on to him in fantasy. Cause in You're case, holding on to your Johnson. You got yeah. there before me. <laughs> yeah. in the, Several in the times hope, I've got to John's Johnson before you. Yeah. In the hope that they're still in sort of playoff contention. Uh, it's probably not going to happen. You're not going to see him this year, mate. But he's not. Uh, but as well. This is going to be a John, Johnson we free we zone. We don't play fantasy when they play playoffs. Yeah. No, no, but in, in the hope that he's still in contention, he might. Cause he's, he wants to play, he says. They are not going to abuse their Johnson just for you. I've abused my Johnson for them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, I was just looking at who these teams to have next. To my favourite moment. Today, the Cardinals have the Rams this uh, uh, this week, this coming week, so that's a loss. And, uh, yeah, follow up with the Tetons. And the Jags play Colts and follow that up with the Seahawks. So two winnable games for them. Yep. Um well, remember last week we touched on that they were favourites to win all of their remaining games. Yes, so. that's gone well for them so far. But yeah. Um, so yeah, Broncos Oakland. What uh, a fight! Oh, it was just uh, this, this was my favourite two minutes of the NFL this year. If you haven't seen it, just speed the footage up of them chasing each other around the field and think of Benny Hill joining in. So this 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 was called a grudge match because of what happened last year, wasn't it, between Talib and um, Crabtree? And yeah, it kicked off straight away. They did. They wasted <laughs> no, time. no time whatsoever because that was some block Crabtree put on him. Yeah, he, was a <laughs> him, he blocked him in a semicircle onto the sideline through a judge. Through a cameraman. And a cameraman. Yeah. Uh, and then onto his ass. Yeah. I think it, there was beef from the play before because I think Crabtree had blocked someone else in the and quite. Uh, I think Talib had taken exception to Crabtree's actions. Are you allowed to use the word beef? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Strike me as the sort of person who should use the phrase beef. He looks. Similar to Andrew Beef Johnson. Yeah. No, just checking. Yeah, no. There's a golf reference in there I've, for those of you that don't I have no that. idea who you're on about. <laughs> he's, he's, I've got his gut and you've got his beard. Does he want him back? Imagine the rag and bone man playing golf. That's oh, okay, Andrew fair enough. Beef Johnson. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, and then and then it just unfolded. Oh. So the chain got nicked again, which was a lovely touch. <laughs> it was which, beautiful. Which nobody noticed until they slowed yeah. it right down. And then they saw that the chain had gone. Um, and then it properly kicked off. Tlaib took a swing. Um, and then, yeah, Crabtree actually managed to punch him in the face through, through, through the, the grill. <laughs> so, fist wedged yeah. in the grill. It was yeah. beautiful. Um, and then, yeah, um, somebody else managed to uh, to throw a, uh, a referee onto his ass as well. So... Um, yeah, it was all kicking This off. resulted in the ejections of Talib and Crabtree, and they've both been suspended for two games, which is ridiculous because, I mean, other things go unpunished, and yet those two yeah. being suspended for two games just strikes me was as there stupid. Was someone else ejected for the game? Yeah, yeah the guy that threw the ref. Oh, and then was there not somebody else oh, as well know. for a hit on an... Um a defensive player. Defensive player. I don't know. As well. I don't know. The I guy know. that the guy that shoved the ref 
got ejected. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, which is fair enough. But if two guys, you know, if in hockey they say you drop your gloves and then you just get on with it. You get a few penalty minutes and then you crack on. Yeah. And Crabtree dropped his helmet. <laughs> he did. He yeah. did. He, he, and, and look, I put that in our WhatsApp group, didn't I? I said, mm. just, you know, these guys clearly, they need, it needs to just let them have their scrap and then they'll probably be mates and they go for a beer after. I, I doubt they're going to be mates, those two. Yeah, but if they have a proper scrap, and they might do. it does seem do. like there are quite a few defensive players who have beef with Crabtree. So it might just be... He might just be an epic arsehole. He might be, but if you were to leave, wouldn't you just send him a gold chain for Christmas? <laughs> I, I fucking would. A nice big chunky Mr. T style one that you can't just rip off. That'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about the game? Yeah, uh, sort of. Yeah. Broncos 14, Oakland 21. Uh, oh, what? It, Broncos. Lynch looked all right until he went off injured. No, no he didn't. He was awful. He, 9 of 14 for 41 yards and a pick. I thought you meant the other Lynch. Oh, no, Marshawn. Oh, you meant Marshawn. <laughs> I'm talking about Paxton. Yeah. All right, let's 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 start with Marshawn because he was the good Lynch. All right, 26 rushes, 67 yards. Basically, he was carrying piles of people everywhere. And, and I like the way that he escorted Talib back yeah. to the yeah. dressing room through the bench because it obviously yeah, was about it was the to Oakland. kick off again. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Crabtree didn't want to leave, did he? No, no, anyway, no. Anyway, back to the Yeah, game. Marshawn did well there. He got a touchdown for his troubles. He basically was there to salt away the game. I think is the phrase they use, and they just drag the time off the clock. And he did a great job. Let's talk about the other Lynch, Paxton Lynch, the third quarterback used by the Broncos this season. Was fucking dreadful. Nine of 14, 41 yards, and a pick. Uh, and then he got injured, which is probably the best thing that could happen to the Broncos this so year. Now we're back to Trevor. Simeon. Trevor Simeon, eleven of twenty-one, hundred forty-nine yards. Well, shouldn't have two been dropped touchdowns. in the first place. No, because he was never the problem. The problem is the run game. Because who was their lead rusher? Paxton Lynch with. <laughs> 20 yards from two attempts Anderson five attempts 12 yards the run game is what's killed them not the fact that they've moved yeah. around a quarterback is just stupid coaching decision Trevor Simeon was never the problem and they're back with him and that might be the best thing that's happened this season for them when yeah. they started the year well they had Anderson was picking huge huge numbers and so Charles Charles what's there. happened to Jamal Charles is he injured or well, they're they're just not like him. trying to manage his workload to make sure he didn't get injured, and he still seems to have disappeared. So I've got no idea what's happening no. there, if I'm honest with you. No, uh, they've got still got Devontae Booker, but I mean... Uh, you know, Bowman, you, it, Bowman it, managed to get the Raiders' first interception of the season by laying on his back. Um, so, yeah, you know, that, that tells you... I'm sure there's a joke there about people doing work laying on their backs, but we don't like to talk about anyone's mum on this podcast, do we? Not that I'm aware of. No, fine, that's okay then. Yeah, he just basically laid down and waited for the ball to fall in his lap, which is great. It's about a proper Oakland Raiders thing to do. Um, I think, I really hope Trevor Simeon holds on to this job now. If they win a couple of games with him at the helm, because he did nothing to deserve to lose that job. It was a stupid decision. So, Well, they, uh, who do they have this week? Keeps the Raiders just about in the hunt though as well. That, that result was important. Yeah, they, they had to win, basically. I don't, I'm not sure they're good enough to, to do anything with the fact that they won that. But also, without... They um, only have a chance because they're in the AFC. Yeah. Without Crabtree, who was ejected, and, and uh, Mari Cooper went out with a concussion, Patterson and Holton actually teamed up for 125 yards on their five receptions. And they're really good numbers three and four as wide receivers. Well, how many yards did Jared Cook manage? I don't know. 
I didn't look. I don't know. I didn't look. If I didn't see his name on the initial one stats. reception for one yard, he did have a touchdown that was uh, called back. Yeah, yeah, I saw that because he juggled it. They claimed he juggled it. It was, in all fairness, moving. Yeah, no, I no? wasn't happy with that. Was he on your team? Yes. Oh fuck, that's terrible. So, I uh, still won, but yeah, yeah, yes, fair enough. But you know, yeah. So I thought well, he'd done really well. There were touchdowns then. for Marshall Lynch, Amari Cooper, and Jalen Richard, or Richard, as I prefer to call him, because that's his fucking name. Yeah. It's not as bad as P-Rine. That still gets me. <laughs> Sammy like, Perrine, yeah. as it should be. Yeah. Fucking P-Rine. There's not two E's in there, is there? Ugh. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, the, both these teams just really disappointing to me. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Derek Carr did all right. 18 of 24, 253 with two touchdowns. That's that's an okay, that's a good stat line, to be fair. But, yeah. but he's a good quarterback. Yeah. He's yeah, a very but good they haven't had enough around him. They've not been well... Uh, built up this year I think they have got enough round him I think they just haven't performed yeah, yeah there, there, something is missing is, maybe the coaching well, Cooper, or something I don't know will Cooper play this coming week uh, they haven't said they, they hope so because if not they are they, who are they, they playing let's have a look uh, they are playing the New York Giants oh, they'll be fine they can play with Cordell Patterson and J- Johnny Holton and Gino you know, Smith Gino, they, yeah. they could probably score as many points they could, as they could pick the, the Firefox guy yep. uh, and the have Firefox him guy, yeah. f- they'd be fine uh, yeah, I, don't, I don't see it being a problem I think like I say Gino Smith's going to throw three picks probably all to Navarro Bowman playing. isn't that Navarro Bowman a good defensive player god yeah I'd love him on my team fucking amazing I, I wish I had his name on I, a shirt I, I haven't been drinking do you know how much that went down to as part of Black Friday 12 quid 41 pounds that shirt that's still I still wouldn't pay it. That's £41 more than I would pay for it. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Poor. poor. But, uh, yes, Denver, by the way, have... Uh, I just looked it up. Now I can't find them again. Brilliant. Well done. They have the Dolphins this week. See, that's winnable. Trevor Simeon's good enough to beat the Dolphins. Then the Jets. Yeah. Then they follow that up with the Colts. They have some winnable games if they can find... Uh, uh, if C.G. Anderson sort of can be less shit. Jamal Charles, by the way, one rush for three yards. What the fuck are they doing with this legendary player? I don't... On the season, 66 carries, 284 yards at 4.3 with one touchdown. And yet they haven't got a run game. Uh, they might as well use him. If he gets injured, what does it matter? No. No, yeah, just poor. Poor, man. I, I just... I don't understand. He's not... He's barely been playing. Uh, last week, Three rushes the week before, eight. It just, I don't know. I'm not sure what the what the game plan is for him. I don't know. I don't know what the game plan at all. At it seems to be never, was so. the Elway managed team that there isn't a game plan anymore. No. Well, how oh God, how, how, how have they missed Manning? Um, <sighs> so, the most significant game of the week, John. Yeah. Well, well, no, fourth inches isn't here. So, oh, he has conveyed his wishes. Conveyed his wishes. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. Uh, Packers at the Steelers. 28 to 31. Uh, the Steelers play down. Yeah, <laughs> this is the only question. Did the Steelers play down? Was Brett Hundley much better than he has been every other week? The Steelers play down to every team they play and still win every time. It is just ridiculous. You do deserve to win if you throw a touchdown to a guy called Xavier Grimble, though. That's a great name. It's superb. Yeah. I mean, uh, Brown finally. You know, really had a great game. Ten receptions, 169 yards. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's been good, but this was a, this was a, a properly good. Like some of the catches yeah. with the toe tapping catches were amazing. 
Um, so, you know, that was impressive. Boswell basically got the chance to kick a 53-yard field goal because of a brown catch. Um, and, you know, that was great. Everything they did was very good. Rossesberger, 33 of 45, 351 yards and four touchdowns with two picks. I think he was the highest scoring fantasy quarter of the week. You know, they were, they were brilliant. They, they really looked really good. Apart from their defence, which has been really good most of the season, gave up 28 points to Brett Hundley. Yeah. He threw three touchdowns and no picks, and he didn't seem to be working that hard. I don't know. 17 of 26 is not great. 245 yards is passable. And the, and, and the doghouse dog is squeaking its toy, which isn't even a little bit annoying. <laughs> um, they committed to Williams at running back. 21 rushes, 66 yards, and a touchdown. And... <sighs> Honestly, I, I thought the Packers were unlucky not yeah. to come away with uh, a win. It, it distresses me that the Steelers play down like this. Because as much as I would like to see the Patriots beat the Steelers, obviously, in the playoffs, the Steelers should be blowing teams away, and they don't. Yeah. Although I did, I did like the fact that TJ Watt just seemed to completely own... Um, Everybody? Well, mainly... Uh, my favourite wide receiver, who's now terrible, Jordy Nelson. Yeah, he, he never did, gets a look in, and he got absolutely owned. Um, but they they just do enough, don't they? The Steelers, like we say, you know, you can see it from the stats again, can't you? Bell, twenty attempts, ninety five yards. Antonio Brown, one hundred and sixty nine yards, two touchdowns. They're just yeah. too good. Those three yeah, players, those three are players good. are very good. And Martavis Bryant put his name on the score sheet again for yeah. the first time since week two because yeah. Smith Schuster was out injured wasn't he he was so but it, he really is a, a number three now isn't he like oh yeah but way behind but at least but, he turned up and played yeah. because uh, I wasn't sure he'd be involved and what a number three to have to be fair <laughs> as a wide receiver but um, I've had some amazing number twos <laughs> um, I will say uh, you mentioned the defence I did uh, since Joe Hayden uh, has been out in week uh, eight, I think week nine. Yeah, week eight, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Steelers have allowed five pass touchdowns of fit more than fifty yards. Have they? How many yeah. did they allowed before that? Was it none? One. One. Yeah. See, so and that is the uh, so that is the most of any team. The Browns letting Hayden go was a, a fucking infuriatingly stupid decision because they needed to keep hold of anybody that was any good, and letting him go to a divisional rival at the Steelers is just. Just sums up how bad the Browns are, and the Steelers have done good business there. So, yeah. fair play to them. But yeah, they, uh, they, they do them back. The, the Steelers are on pace for making the AFC Championship game. Oh yeah, and then it, at the moment we would say it's going to be Steelers Patriots. Yes, always. Yeah, who's going to win? Who who would you take right now out of those two? Patriots. I think the Steelers might win it this year. I think the Steelers might win it this year. I, I still have limited faith in the Patriots being able to keep up with high-scoring teams, which the Steelers would go all out. You know, they wouldn't even bother defending. They'd just go all out. Um, but yeah. They haven't been so. defending much over the last two. Uh, anyway, no, maybe, no. Anyway. That leaves us with one game. The Monday night game. And the what one a game. we were all waiting for. Texans at Ravens. Did anyone, did anyone stay up for that? Nope. No. no. Sixteen to twenty-three in favour of the Ravens. Slugfest, defensive all the way. Let's check out Joe Flacco's stats because his stats get worse every fucking week. Twenty of thirty-two, hundred and twenty-one yards, zero touchdowns, zero picks. I think he might be nine touchdowns to eleven picks on the season. I think 
That is bad for a man who won the quarter bowl. Uh, quarter bowl? Super Bowl. Yeah, the quarter at quarter, bowl. Yeah, we, was the MVP in the Super Bowl as well? He was. No, no, I don't know. Actually, I can't I can't swear that he was the MVP. But it he got the... It might have been the defence. He got the... What, just all of them? Yeah, all of them. Somebody on the... Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis or... Yeah. Maybe. Elvis Dumerville. I like that name. Let's go with him. Um, Flacco got the biggest contract going at the time for a quarterback, didn't he? And he's still being paid on that, like, oh, 46 yeah. million a week or whatever it is. But he is just about viable as a quarterback at the moment. I mean, it's terrible. Savage, who we know is a bad quarterback on the other side, 22 of 37, 252 yards with two picks. But he doesn't have an arm anywhere near that of Flacco, and he put up over 100 yards more on just two extra completions. It's, I just don't get it. It's bonkers. You've got Mike Wallace playing for the Ravens, who's a downfield specialist, and you've got Macklin playing, who's... a Rece- yep. A reception guru, like a bit like Landry for the for the Dolphins, and they just don't bother picking them out. It's, yep. it's daft. It really is stupid. Yeah, I think it's you know defense rules the roost there, doesn't it, for the Ravens? Yeah, they've had eighteen interceptions this season, which when you look at the Raiders have had one. Yeah, and I think they're so they're, they must be in the top three to five defenses in the. Uh, the I know they were number two fantasy The number one takeaway leading team. Yeah. Um, and they had, like I say, two interceptions on the, in the game, as well as one forced fumble and two sacks. Um, it's enough at the moment for the number six place, the wild card slot. Yeah. But whether or not, in the long run, the offense is good enough to keep that pace, I don't know. Collins, sixteen rushes, sixty yards, and a touchdown. He actually looked quite good. Um, they haven't really worked Danny Woodhead back in. He didn't do a great deal of anything. No. Um, but better than the week before. I suppose it's a slow process back. Try not to get him injured. You'd want him in the playoffs if you're going to get there. Um, Savage for Texans. He's basically on his last chance. They've said if he keeps turning it over, he's done. He had three turnovers uh, on the day, two interceptions and a, a lost fumble, which makes him four touchdowns, five interceptions, and seven lost fumbles on the season. Yep. He wants to stop putting his hands in oil before he <laughs> plays every yeah, game. Yeah, it's just... It's, it's that's not, not good it, it, it really isn't good uh, Lamar Miller played well 17 Very rushes good. 51 yards and a touchdown and Hopkins again brilliant 7 receptions for 125 yards but no touchdowns oh, Gary's dog just put his wet balls on me that's nasty it's just shocking I think you find it a uh, soggy Christmas pudding he's been around my mum's for dinner <laughs> nasty I have what you heard <laughs> hi Jan but no, look, she you know. has definitely not listened to this. <laughs> she doesn't. She doesn't know what the fucking NFL is. Um, yeah, look, Hopkins. I said would still keep delivering numbers because he is just so good. Um, yeah, he is. And I know he's. He, I think he's still the highest paid wide receiver in the league, isn't he, DeAndre Hopkins? I have no, no idea. idea. Um, I think when he's let's signed, go with yes. I think I think he is, but. You know, do you really need that much money to play on such a bad team? Um, well, it, make, it makes it worth turning up for work, yeah. I suppose. But in the preseason, do you remember Hopkins actually threw his weight behind Tom Savage and said he's yeah. really good? Yeah. And well, it's working for him, but it doesn't work for anybody else. Yeah. And they need it to work for it. What's happened to Will Fuller since uh, Deshaun Watson's been gone? Is he injured? I mean, or is he just not getting the receptions? I really don't know. I haven't seen his I don't name think he's injured. I, think, I don't think he's injured. Not that I've heard. I, no, I haven't seen his name on anything, not for weeks. So you, you got, you've got to spread it around a bit more than one player. Otherwise, become very one-dimensional, and that doesn't get you anywhere at all. So I don't know. I, I think Savage won't be in the game by half-time next week. 
Here we go. I've got I've got the list up. He's the second highest paid. Uh, oh, well, okay. According to this, do you want to guess the first? Agent Green. No. Number three. Uh, Odell Beckham. Nope. Julio. Nope. He's number four. Um, it's not going to be a surprise who's number one. He's, he, probably because he's the best wide receiver. Brown. Brown. Antonio Brown. Uh, Will Fuller was out this week, so just okay. you know, I'll throw that in there to be fair. But maybe, maybe they Brown still need a new contract this year. I think Fuller was last. Uh, Hopkins was last year, so. Demarius Thomas is number six. Is he earning that earning yeah, that money? He was super. He was. Yeah, yeah, he must be on the back end of a very good contract. Yeah, but you know, he did he did take the Broncos to a Super Bowl. He did. Uh, does anybody know where the Texans rank for their defence now? Because I I haven't got the number in front of me. I'm guessing they're probably just, if only, inside the top ten of defences. Say probably about fifteen. Yeah, I. They are clinging on to hope. Stat? Nope. They are clinging on to hope, uh, but I, I say with the Jags and the, ty- the Tetons above them, it's it's all over. It doesn't matter who they put in a quarterback now; they will be lucky if they finish it out of the Colts for me. Yeah, no. they've lost too many big players, and they haven't made a quick enough decision to get in a good quarterback. No, they should have they should have bit the bullet at the time and uh, done something. But you know, uh, what what do we know? Um, I will say here you go: the Ravens, their defense pretty good. Uh, there only two other teams have recorded three shutouts in their first ten games of a season. So this year's Ravens have done it. The two thousand Ravens uh, had three shutouts, and the nineteen ninety one Redskins. Can you tell me what connects those first two teams? Did they win the Super Bowl? They won the Super Bowl. Yeah. The Ravens are not winning the Super Bowl no. this year. It's going to break that track record. Oh, they're not winning. Could you imagine? They are not winning. To anybody, anybody willing to say they're going to win the Super Bowl this year? Either of you? Nope. I'm not going to uh, put my neck out there. No, I wouldn't because you'd be wrong. Then it's just not going to happen. But uh, yeah, just saw that. I saw that stat and laughed. Um, so uh, should we call that? Should we call that time? Um, significant results. Uh, Four Finches has nominated the Steelers. He's uh, looked down uh, at his ter- Steelers tattoo and uh, picked them. By the way, the Houston Texans are the 18th overall ranked team on total defense that wasn't now. Too far away. How, no. Where were the Ravens? The uh, on total defense, the Ravens are seventh. Ah, Jag- Jags are top. Panthers, Broncos, Steelers, Vikings, Eagles, Ravens. Uh, I suspect the Broncos will be sliding down that list pretty fucking rapidly. They, they have had a f- lot of injuries. Yeah. So sorry. So so fourth and inches nominated the Steelers. Clearly, who did you nominate as, as your you know, highlight from that bunch? Significant result. Oh, who's like I don't know. I haven't thought about it. Uh, Gary uh, Raiders for me, just because it potentially they had to do in, something keeps them in with a hope of the AFC, one of the AFC wildcard spots in a poor AFC. I have to get there in there every week. I will say. Because I think it's significant for who lost. I think the Cardinals beating the Jags is significant for the Tetons and that division and therefore that conference. Because I don't think the Jaguars expected to lose that game. I think they banked on that and the Cardinals pulled it off. Uh, banked and pulled off, I said. Without, Rams, without their Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Rams beating the Saints. So just, uh, yeah, love the Rams. You know, I looked at that. And then I just decided that both those teams, it doesn't really change It doesn't anything. really change, but I think the fact that the Rams won is uh, It might be significant them. in the postseason. But, uh, yeah. Confidence-wise. 
Um, yeah, let's uh, let's move let's move on. Uh, any particular plays you enjoyed this week? The fight. The fight. The fight was good. I enjoyed the electric slide celebration that the Eagles did twice. Yeah, I was going to say because they, they did it and then the touchdown was wiped off. So when they did it again, they pretended to film it which, so that no one could take it away from <laughs> them. So I, I, that was good. Um, yeah, there, there was a couple of did anyone great see catches. Zay Jones uh, just defy well, gravity when he got off and, and just got up using only his toes. It was it, there. You go. It was I've, a, I've just retweeted it. It was amazing. I don't know how I've seen it a thousand times, and it I, looks I, like I, it's just rewound. Yeah, I don't it must it. be rewound. No, 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 no. That is really what he did. Which week was it where this this player disappeared as well out of the huddle, out of the huddle of players number eighty one or something? Oh, oh that was um, that was, was that last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that, but yeah, Zay Jones just. I keep watching it. Yeah, I've seen it. I don't understand how he does that. If you haven't seen it, look it up. Look up Zay Jones Defies Gravity. It was amazing. Other than that... um, There were some good things, but I always forget them until about 10 minutes after we've finished. Yeah. Uh, So I'll... I'll, 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 Well, I can't be be asked. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. I can't be asked. Well, that's really great for all the people who bother to spend time listening. Well, no, I just... uh, Right then, John, what we got last? There's no Cleveland Browns. No Cleveland Browns. What we're doing instead. We're going to talk playoff picture. We are going to talk playoff picture. I would like each of you to tell me uh, who you think the winner of each division is. So I will just go through the divisions. You tell me who you think is the winner after all 16 games. And then we'll just talk about wild cards. And next week we will nominate our locks for Super Bowl winners. And that is who you're stuck with. Nice. Okay. So we'll start with the AFC because it's alphabetical order and I'm not clever enough to do it the other way around. Yep. AFC East, Patriots, Bills, Jets and Dolphins. Anybody taking anyone other than the Patriots? Nope. Nope. That's... Yet. I think we're all Pretty we're all agreed same. on that. Uh, it, this could be very rapid at the way this is going. AFC North: Steelers, Ravens, Bengals, Browns. Anyone taking anyone that isn't the Steelers? Nope. Steelers. Absolutely. AFC South: Tetons, Jags, Texans, and Colts. Jags. Jags. Tetons. You I, I have to. I they are your team. Along. Yeah. I think I think it's just they're running for the Jags is slightly better. And I think they are a better team. I think it comes down to the final game where they play each other, and I think the Tetons do it. It's going to be close. Yeah, it will be close. I, I think whoever doesn't go through goes through wild card anyway. I think you're probably right. We'll, we'll cover the wild cards in a second. Um, finally, AFC West: Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders, and Broncos. I'm taking the Chargers. I am also taking the Chargers at this point. I'm taking the Chargers. So, wild cards. We think. I think Tetons. I'm taking Jags and Bills. I'm going to take Tetons and Ravens. John has it. I also have written down the Tetons and the Ravens. Yeah, I I can't take the Tetons because I think they win it. So I think whoever finishes second there is yeah. the wild card. So I'll take the Jags. And I think the Bills, I think Tyrod Taylor drags them in and the Ravens don't do enough on offense over the last few weeks. And I... Think none of us think the Chiefs are going into the playoffs, no, which no. will be apart, incredible. Apart from maybe four inches. Four inches would have just said Chiefs for every answer. Yeah, Chiefs, 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 Chiefs. Chiefs, Chiefs win Chiefs. the Super Bowl. No. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I would next week. It will be interesting because to see who he actually thinks is going to win the Super Bowl, rather than just thinking. What's you know what he's going to pick. He's going to say, gonna say the Chiefs. He's going to say what the Chiefs. He a, what he actually thinks will be completely different. But what he, at, yeah. We should make it um, whoever gets whoever. We're going to have a cheeky little bet on it, just between the four. I of don't us. know, like, uh, not, not not money, I think. Forfeit. A, a forfeit. 
I'd rather do money. <laughs> yeah. And I haven't got any. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. No one needs that. No, no. I, I, something that involves pain. Uh, or This is why, John, you don't have a girlfriend. Something that involves pain. Is that how you've been putting them off on Tinder? <laughs> what do you like no. to do at the weekend? Stuff so that involves pain. Yeah. <laughs> if, you don't, if you don't turn up for a date with me, there'll be a forfeit. <laughs> something that involves pain. Yeah. <laughs> Sandpaper wank or something. Uh, (laughs) Right, let's run through the uh, NFC. So the NFC East, Eagles, Cowboys, Redskins, Giants, anyone taking anybody that isn't the Eagles? I'm not sure it's mathematically possible, is it? (laughs) I don't think it is, no. Geno Smith. I think the Eagles are through. No, Eagles are. I think think so, yes. I don't think they can do anything other than win that. Uh, NFC North, Vikings, Lions, Packers and Bears. Anybody taking anyone that isn't named the Vikings? Not after this weekend's results. Agreed. This is the interesting one. NFC South, Saints, Panthers, Falcons and let's forget the Bucks. Anybody taking the Saints? I'm taking the Saints. Saints. And I am also taking the Saints. Uh, We'll come back to the wild card because I suspect there'll be at least one from there. NFC West, Rams, Seahawks, Cardinals and Niners. Rams. 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 Okay, wild cards. This one is interesting. There's only, I'd say there's three teams in the wild card hunt here, and only two of them go through. Panthers so. and Lions for me. Really? Not, no, not Seahawks? Not the Seahawks, no. I'm going Panthers and Falcons. And I am going Panthers and Seahawks. Because I've changed my mind. I was going Panthers and Falcons, but I'll go Seahawks because they always sneak through in the end. I want to take the Lions. I absolutely want to take the Lions, and I just think that they're not going to quite make it. There's too many other good teams in there. I will say, my my decisions have been based without looking at the fixtures. I did run through and put quick Ws next to the teams I thought would won, but that's before I knew Geno Smith was going to be playing for the Giants. Seahawks, this week face the Eagles in, in Seattle but still the Eagles then they follow up with the Jags uh, then the Rams that's really that's a tough run yeah here. I think I did look at Cowboys is uh, a win Zeke might be back then I think so he comes back with two games two, to go two games so that's Zeke's back uh, and then finishing with the Cardinals yeah so, I so think they, they could win run. the last two that is a tough run in I just when I, when I looked through it, I I picked the Saints to to win their division because they play the Panthers at home and yeah. they play the Falcons twice, and I think the Saints are a better team. I think so, they win the division comfortably, which is the why end. then the Falcons don't get into the wild card slots because if they've been beaten by the Saints twice, which potentially yeah. happen, then they don't make it into the playoffs. And then you come down to the Lions Seahawks versus Lions, the Seahawks, yeah. and then I think the Lions have got an easier run in. Yeah, so that's how I got where I got. I, I literally gave it to the Seahawks because I think they tend to jam their way in, whereas then, the Lions more tendency to fall apart. The thing is, that's not really true because the Seahawks tend to, or the, for the last, apart from when the, the Niners were good four or five years ago, since then they've not had to do it because they've won the NFC West comfortably. Yeah. So it's not really true to say they always find a way. They always find a way to win the NFC West for the last five years. They do, but they they tend to win the close games when it comes down to defence. Whether or not they can do that without half their defensive unit, I don't know. But given the choice between the Seahawks and the Lions, I would love to take the Lions and I can't. So that's why. I got to the same conclusion as you did with the Falcons. Yeah, it's just if they... 
it's a different question about whether they play each other rather than how they play for a five-game stretch. So that's that's my way of thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, both are valid points. Mine's just probably right. <laughs> well, I think that, I think that clears up what we think of the playoffs next week. Like I say, Super Bowl nominations. Uh, I suspect we'll probably pick similar teams, but hopefully the four of us will or each pick a different team, so we can stick with that as we go through. Yeah, that would be good. Let us know your suggestions as well if you. You are listening. Um, we won't. We won't be punishing you if you uh, don't get it. Um, I'm, I'm, I think some sort of sadist side I didn't know about. I think John's been watching uh, Fifty Shades Darker or something. No, I just think it'd be funny. Uh, uh, anyway, not not not. I'm not suggesting like that. I'm going to brand you. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> where did that come from? No, yeah. we thought we were getting branded. We thought we were getting flogged. Yeah, no, 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 no. I just, I just meant I, for some reason because uh, I had in my head all the words eat. Go <laughs> on. Um, what did you have in your head? Was uh, it Gary think, in pink underwear thinking, being flogged? I was thinking just that's an image for everyone that's listening. Oh, uh, no, I was thinking I just like this, let's make someone down some hot sauce or something. Down some hot sauce. I see. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I thought he said dancing hot sauce. So I was thinking that was like mud wrestling, but nastier. Yeah, yeah, and I'm the freak. You're not about, yeah. Um, <laughs> We're definitely going to isolate that little bit there. <laughs> right, John. Anyway, over to you. No, I want to talk more about hot sauce. Um, anyway, yeah, let's, 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 uh, let's call it from there. Let's take a knee. So thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with uh, our review of all the games, and as well, we'll be doing our power rankings, doing our power rankings next week, Gary. Uh, so. My bad. Uh, as well, but yeah, feel free to you know interact with us on Twitter at Belichicksworld or visiting our website www.billbelichicksworld.com. We're also on Facebook at Bill Belichick's World Podcast. Leave, leave, feel free to leave reviews if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts as well. Just uh, get in touch with your opinions or uh, you know, just uh, you know, tell us how much you love us, tell us or how much if, you love or not. hot sauce. Or give it, yeah, give us some, uh, give us some punishment suggestions, <laughs> or, or just some great hot sauce recipes. We, you know, we're quite happy to receive those as well. Jim can try well, that's, out some chicken. That's what. It, that's why I thought of it because uh, I was thinking about barbecue days. Um, but yeah, yeah. thinking about Jim in hot sauce. No, <laughs> um, but yeah. So remember, guys. Uh, despite the results, this is Bill Belichick's world. We just live in it. It's a uh, so. So goodbye from from myself. How about yourself, Griff? Uh, yeah, bye bye from me. Gilo. Yeah, good night, my bitches. And uh, I'm sure it's a, a goodbye from fourth and inches. So uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Cheers, guys. <laughs>